What's up, everyone? I am Michelle Brundage, and welcome to Five After Three. Brundage, your official host of Five After Three, the podcast. For those of you who return week after week, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) This podcast was designed and meant to inspire, motivate, and encourage all listeners to reach their next best level of success. Now that could be in business, motherhood, entrepreneurship, corporate America. We just want you to reach your next best level. So with each episode, we talk about five points concerning one topic. And this week's topic is part two of COVID in corporate. And this is simply a message to our managers of the world. (laughs) Last time we discussed this being the new norm, COVID and corporate, right? This being dealing with and operating and, and moving around in a global pandemic. Now, most of you, our listeners, are trying to build our own business, but we are still in a position that you know, we're still having to report to corporate America. And and this is normal because, believe it or not, a profitable business does not always happen overnight. So as employees, we still have to embrace our corporate status because I am one as well. Um, We still have to embrace our corporate status at whatever level this could be. And we discussed that in the last podcast as well about how we can be valuable in this environment. So, so in this week's episode, um, like I mentioned earlier, this one is kind of for the managers. Now, I understand, you know, that could be you. So take notes if you need to. Um, I read an article on LinkedIn by um, an author by the name of Bridget Hyansid. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. And she spoke about in a nutshell how people don't leave their jobs, they leave their managers. And man... It was a great read. If you want to read the article in full, I put a link in the description box that'll take you to it. And um, she discussed in this article that there are four types of bosses. And honestly, I could not agree with her more. Um, The first type of boss she described as the marionette. And this is the boss that basically never stands up for their team um, as a way to preserve their managerial position, right? Um, The second kind of boss she discussed was the King Kong, which basically pushes their weight around with their employees instead of um, developing sound working relationships with their employees. Um, And then there was another type that she that she described as Superman, meaning this is the person that thinks that, you know, the company or the business revolves primarily around them. And then there was a fourth, the marionette, the King Kong, the Superman, oh, the Taskmaster. And this is where this type of manager, their sole focus is the bottom line. And this comes with, you know, the typical, you know, micromanaging down your neck, breathing down your neck all the time. And and this sucks, um, you know, in order to to drill down to the bottom line. So every single thing um, that, 
each of the types of bosses that we just spoke about, it basically creates a hostile environment. And it also creates a picture of the company that you work for. And I always wonder if those who are in senior management know exactly the picture that um, lower management is presenting on their behalf. Because let's be honest, most of the senior managers, they don't really know what is going on on the ground floor. So basically, they count on their managers to basically um, follow the vision, you know, create the company culture. Um, they That's who they're depending on to do that. So again, dear managers, <laughs> if any of those type of managers are listening, or if you are an employee who has a manager as, as such, send them this <laughs> an anonymous message that includes the link to this podcast, right? <laughs> so here are five things that your employees want from you, my dear managers. The first thing is they want you to be approachable. Every employee wants to feel confident. They want to feel comfortable to come to you to ask you a question. No matter how pressing the issue may be, how big the question may be, how, you know, minor the question may be. It could be a question about anything, but they want to feel confident and comfortable enough to come to you. No question warrants sarcasm. I don't believe that any question requires an answer that makes the employee feel uneducated, stupid, or, you know, just dumb. Like that, it should be no such thing. Secondly, an employee wants a manager that has a leading spirit right? A leading spirit. On every team, especially in corporate America, a leader is required. But in order to lead, you have to have that spirit to lead. You have to understand personalities. You have to be prepared to develop employees um, and and sometimes inspire them. If you can't do that, point blank, you're not a good manager. You're in the wrong business. Some may say, oh, but they're a good manager. Their team hits their number. They hit their numbers or their goals for the month. Of course, that's because they're good employees either way, with or without you as a manager. Achieving is what they do, but that is not a reflection of your management style. Number three, managers. Employees want want you to understand that you are not their parent. Managers... <laughs> and I promise you, I've seen it happen. Managers with the mentality that they have to be um, in parent mode, truly, is childish. That makes sense to me for some for some reason. <laughs> As a manager, you are not in a position to yell at your team. I promise y'all, I've seen it happen. You're not in a position to yell at your team for any reason because numbers are down. And when I say yell, I mean like yelling to the top of your lungs to the point where you need a water break, right? (laughs) You're not in that position. It's childish. Just because things are down for the moment or because you're having a bad day, it's childish. Seriously, your team looks at you as if you're having a temper tantrum. I'm so serious. (laughs) Fourth, employees want a manager that empowers, 
And a manager should empower their team, right? Okay, so how? So a team wants the ability to speak freely about situations, about goals, about strategy. They want to feel as if their input matters. Now, I want to be clear. I didn't say allow your team to complain because I don't think that complaining gets any positive results. But there's a difference between complaining and offering value, valuable input. And most of the time, employees that are, you know, that are sitting below a manager, they've been in this business for a while. And then, you know, you may have some that have not. But anyway, for those that have been in this business for a while, they know the business, they can offer valuable input, but they have to be empowered to do so. Otherwise, you're going to have a whole team that's silenced and nobody is talking but the manager. That's not good. Your team wants to be empowered. And dear manager, the last thing that employees want from you is a listener. A team wants a manager that actually listens, listens to their concerns, listens to their ideas, listens to their feedback. This right here, everything, right? How can you know what your team needs if you don't take the time to listen to them? You have no idea on the great things and constructive feedback that you're missing. So if you are a person that is in a non-managerial role, I certainly hope I was able to speak clearly on your behalf. (laughs) And if you are in a managerial role, I hope this episode really taught you something or at least allows you to rethink your management style. As a reminder, we're in a pandemic. Things are uncertain. And you can't do things the same way. You can't do them the same way like you did them last year. Or in most cases, you can't even do it the same as you did it last month. You have to do things differently. Guys, thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Brundage, and I'll see you next week at 5 after 3. Don't forget to follow me on IG. Bye.